Yeah, so my, my, my woes at home, bro, it's just like crazy. And the yellow haired man has just walked in broad times. You can see him in the mirror, he's super amped. Mm. But we've decided Grand Hines is a professional. He's a professional. You, you've just decided. <laughs> yeah. No, because <laughs> no, oh, they're wow. defenders and professionals, you know. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you did, did, did some good stuff. And we are coming to you on the 73rd episode of the Overclocked podcast. Overclocked ZA, all the vowels, everything's in there. You found us, so you're listening to us and we're preaching to the choir right now. But tell your friends, please. We're also looking out over an exceptionally green, forested... Uh, Johannesburg Central having just attended the launch for Samsung's new hot as anything flagship phones which we'll tell you about the Galaxy S20 family I am Lindsay Shooters Sharpshooters on social media S-H-A-R-P S-C-H-U-T-T-E-R-S you probably saw a lot of my tweets go wild last night I was live tweeting the events it was quite crazy I'm joined as always by my good friend and editor of Tech Magazine you can slow down you're you're not live tweeting anymore you can slow down I think the coffee just hit and the the ambient noise has just gone up at least five decibels yeah oh wow you're just gonna Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we're, yeah. In, we're in the, the breakfast room of the hotel we stayed at, yeah, but so let's, excuse let's us. Let's just mm. give a rundown. So last night there were three, four devices launched, the S20, the S20 Plus, the S20 Ultra, mm. and then the Galaxy Z Flip or Z Flip, depending on which side of the pond you are on. Yes. So of these, the Z Flip is, is probably the revolutionary product. I don't like calling things revolutionary because they're not. They're very evolutionary. But it was, for me, a kind of a breakthrough product. A lot of things came together in the Z Flip. It's not just another phone, guys. Um, it is just another phone. It just folds in half. No, no, no. You, you've just stolen all it my now, thunder. It now Thank a, you. It now so, has a glass screen, yeah, so which is great. That's a, that's a proper I mean, progression for yeah, the industry. So if you try and remember, when Samsung launched its previous folding phone, which was a called the Fold, which ran into several problems along the way. Um, the screen was actually made of plastic. It had plastic covering on the front. The screen was made of plastic. That was the only way they could get the screen to fold. They've now developed glass that folds like plastic. Extraordinary. And so here's, here's how you imagine the experience, okay? You're looking at a regular smartphone. It's got a massive screen, 6.4 inches. Massive, beautiful, bright, glossy screen. And then, you fold it in half and put it in your pocket. It's amazing! It's amazing! It's like the clamshell phones of yore. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, okay. So there are only so many people who remember owning clamshell phones. I'm one of them. But uh, as someone who doesn't get excited about every new thing that comes along, I can't deny I saw the folding clamshell smartphone working for me. It's beautiful to look at, as you can imagine. It's glass all round, so it's super glossy, shiny. And it has this little teeny tiny outside display when yeah. it's folded. Um, where you can launch, you, it shows you like probably the first two characters of your message. <laughs> a little more than that. There's, so without having to open the phone, the little screen on the outside shows you incoming messages, the time, notifications. But it's really tiny. Kind of and then you can even turn it into a selfie screen. Yeah, that's right. It's a full color screen. So it'll actually show you pictures of but people like, you're photographing. But mm. it's like a full color screen for ants. Like you really <laughs> have to picture, okay. like look at your watch and then bring it down by like half. More than half. It's, it's, it's half the size of a watch screen. Okay, that's not really the point. The point is that the phone folds again, in half again. with a glass screen. There's no seam in the middle. It's a continuous screen of glass from top to bottom. Again. Bigger than your average smartphone so screen I, I, and folding. I dig a lot of the engineering that's gone into this. Um, they put like these little brush type things, fibers around the hinges so that the dust 
can't get in there. It's very interesting. It's glass. It's a folding plane, pane of glass. It's incredible. I mean, they haven't outed who made the glass for them yet, but it's probably Corning. It's probably a Gorilla Glass right. type sort of well, thing. Samsung claims to have made their own glass. I don't think they, they literally made the glass themselves. I think they may have done the actual R&D on it. Possibly. Which possibly, is extraordinary. But again, it's it's the, the worst of all worlds. It's it's last year's specifications inside. Like who it's cares? Super expensive. It's thirty grand. It is outrageously expensive for what it is. It it has that tiny little useless display, which on, I wouldn't, on which the I'm not going to use anyway. It's irrelevant. So I I owned I owned three generations of Razer, right? I even had like the, the crap one, the, the 360, the poor one, <laughs> the um, Motorola Razr was the definitive flip phone back in the 90s, the late 90s. And that had a useful little outside display on it. Oh yeah, proper uh, thumb size square. Yes. And Grant <laughs> Hines has come over to encourage us. <laughs> Give us Sorry, a I, I wasn't sure this was like a, a meeting, but uh, it is. Hi guys, what's up? <laughs> So, so again, like folding phones just have the worst of all. So now you have like something that doesn't have an IP rating, something that is probably going to get dust inside it and break. There's so many points of fail, possible failure on this device. Um, it's beautiful that it is, but when it's closed in the, the form that it will be most of its life, uh, you can't do anything with it. No, but you don't want to do anything with it. That's the beauty of it. When it's closed, you are offline. You're not being distracted by the screen lighting up beeps and things. When it's closed, you're done. You open it, you interact, you close. You know, you actually disconnect from it. That's <laughs> what I like about it. Okay, but enough about the square phone. That's called the Samsung Z Flip. 30,000 Rand. I'm not going to say average specs. I'm, I'm going to say high specs. They're not top of the world specs. So I'm, I'm, not gonna, high specs. I'm not going to get into like super specifications on the uh, S20 family. Uh, you can read. I put up an editorial this morning on thatopinionguy.co.za. Uh, basically, there are three different variants of the Samsung Galaxy S20. There's the S20 Vanilla, which has a 6.2 inch. What's it? Dynamic AMOLED display. Right. It has three cameras on the back, which are different to the three that the on S20 the models, Plus yeah. has, which is different to the three that the S20 Ultra has. They all are 5G capable because the chipsets, the Exynos 990, is a 5G capable chipset. We do not have them switched on in this country because we don't have the regulatory framework nor do we have a carrier who will let you connect because mm. rain is only running it on their routers right now yeah. they're not able to run it they are dual sim as far as i can tell but they use e-sims so effectively in our country not dual sim is the only e-sim capable device right now besides for like a couple Weed. of mercedes models Weed. is the the samsung galaxy watch active 2 okay <laughs> the lte variant um, that is also interesting because we finally get the Under Armour edition in South Africa. Under Armour, there was a big call out for Under Armour. You're all over the place, brother. Can we yes, just get this back on the everything main that phones, was launched man. last Jeez. night. Like, this, this, this is the point that I'm trying to get to, is that there was so much ancillary stuff. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, There's sure, so sure. many services, and then, like, the SAP and got, the earbuds. And, and, and they got caught off guard because the US guys were like, and new Galaxy owners will get six months of YouTube premium. And I asked the uh -huh. local contingent, and they were like, dude, we didn't even know about know that. About that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, 
there's a net now Samsung are doing deals with Netflix where you're gonna get like special Netflix content and they, all the South African guys are looking at each and other and they're like, like uh, oh no that, that uh, that's probably 5G dependent yeah, so yeah, we're not yeah. sure about that. <laughs> okay so, so like you can go watch the live stream you can go watch the the recaps of it I put a link um, to one of the videos that recaps the whole event um, in, in my story on that opinion guy that's here that today point is we were told so much and so little at the same time about mm. these devices it is difficult for me in the cold sober light of day <laughs> to actually say point to one of these devices and say this is the one you should buy because the price is also ludicrous it's 19,000 okay, now go, go slowly on the prices right so the, the S20 basic 19,000 so on that you're getting you're getting the 6.2 inch screen yes okay and you're getting a five times optical zoom. Yes, a forty-eight megapixel. Right. Yeah, telephoto that's, camera. That's that's really the. You are getting eight K recording. Okay, and Video you're getting recording. five times optical zoom, right? Okay. Yes. Then you step up one phone. Then it's the S twenty plus, mm. and that's twenty-two thousand rand. Twenty-two thousand rand. Twenty-one triple nine, as Samsung likes to say. Uh huh. And that you are getting a different set of cameras. Okay, but I'm also the five times sure. optical zoom. This seems to me yes. to be the one that counts. Okay. Yes. And then and 8K video recording across all. Yes. yes. Okay. Then you're stepping up to the S20 Ultra, ludicrous which, level, which at this point should just be a different product yeah, category line. altogether. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is what is it? Twenty-seven thousand rand. Yes. It's twenty-six triple nine. Twenty-seven thousand. <laughs> so rand. I can almost swallow the butter pole of these prices because the economy is in such crap. And like what they're packing in. We we at a point now where twenty thousand rand phones are the default uh, at the high end of sorry, the market. Sorry, sorry, no uh, default for who? Okay, okay, I hear what you're saying, but still, I mean, like that's, that, that's, that's the I price mean, you're gonna pay twenty thousand rand for a, a brand I mean, new phone. Yes, you might be the person who's got a nice, secure job. Perhaps you're self-employed. Perhaps you're making a lot of money. Perhaps you're driving a nice luxury car, recent model of the last two or three years, something like that. I still think you've got a question whether you've got 27,000 rand to spend on a phone, man. But do you need it? No, you don't. You need to give that money to the poor. <laughs> God. Okay, yeah, so, I mean, so your, your contract fees are going to come in probably over a grand. Yeah, eh? You're well over a grand. So, yeah. so, so the nice thing, or at least the interesting thing about the S2 Ultra is the camera array. So it's a 6.9 inch dynamic AMOLED display with 120 hertz refresh rate but operating only at 1080p I'm getting into the weeds here um, but the camera array is very interesting so the it has a we're talking about the ultra now right? yes yeah it has the same sort of periscope zoom thing that the Huawei P30 Pro had mm -hmm. so it's like kind of the sensors on its side and it goes through a prism and it gets like it allows it to do clever things yeah, yeah. so it, it can zoom up to 30 times lossless. No, 10 times lossless. 10 times lossless. 10 times lossless. And then you can, like, through cropping in on the sensor, it gets you up to 100 times zoom, which you really shouldn't be doing. Yes. It's digital zoom. But I mean, you know, just, just to demonstrate how effective it is, it looks amazing. You, you might and should never have to zoom to 100 times zoom, frankly. Mm. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, what's it, a 108 megapixel sensor. Sounds right, it's yeah. It's a half inch sensor. So what they're doing is really clever. And this is like deep, deep, deep nerdy shit. 
so most phones will combine like four adjacent pixels to make one big bright pixel so that you can like suck in more light and all that stuff. So this thing is combining nine, nine. adjacent pixels. It's mm. called Nona. <laughs> <laughs> Nona Benin. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a good choice. Sorry for everyone who's, yeah. who calls their grand Nona. Nona. Yeah, not a good choice. That Nona Bin Nochal. Yeah, but okay. it's, it's really clever. But it's so far removed from what you get on the other two devices that it's. It's just confusing for the consumer, in, in, in my perspective. Yeah. We, uh, we're at a point now where you can say S20, and the words will leave your mouth, and it will be S20. And yeah. the, the S20 that you have in your mind, and the S20 that I have in my mind, might be two entirely different devices. Yes. It would be like, it would be like here's your BMW 3 Series, mm. here's your BMW M3, and here's your Formula 1 car. It's yeah. like not the same thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's actually great. And that, that was the one I was thinking about in the shower okay. this morning. I completely forgot mm. where we've reached a point now where, where the ultra is like the the m3 track ready like csl thing yeah, yeah. and then the the 20 plus is like the 330i yeah, with yeah, the yeah. twin turbo yeah, yeah and then like the 320 or like the baseline model yes. <laughs> but it, and it's like fundamentally three different cars. yes they do they do have the same engines they have the same processes, all those things, but that doesn't really matter to the average consumer. Yes, yes. I mean, this is where a brand like, like, I mean, bring it around. Apple does it really well, where there's the very little differentiation. Yes, okay, it's the bigger devices. screen and so on and yeah. so on. Okay, um, so I mean, you know, I, I think if I can just sort of focus things down for a minute, if we strip off all the fancy bits and pieces, uh, again, blazingly fast phones, twelve gigabytes. 12 gigabyte RAM up to standard gigabytes across all of them the but really the big differentiator oh. is not even on the screen it's on the on the cameras so you've got to consider how much camera performance you really need everyone thinks they need better and better performance from cameras but are you the kind of person who's taking those kind of pictures remember the camera itself doesn't make you a great photographer okay maybe you should spend that money on a photography course oh, wow. and get more from the camera you already have are you shaming I, I think, for being No, I think photo. spending 27,000 rand is frankly verging on shameful. If, you, if I encounter you in the wild with that phone, I know the kind of reaction it elicits in me about you. Okay, we're living in a country with a bottomless pit of need. There's got to be something wrong with you in your head. Okay. You think 27,000 rand is okay to spend on a phone. Okay, right, okay. Right, here's my little rant. Okay, I've done. Preach it's just, it's just wrong. Just I mean, it's wrong. Yeah, it's, it's, even his voice did you hear. It's philosophically wrong. Yes, okay, it's my dogma. Up an octa. My, my dogma drove over you <laughs> Speak the mics, bro. Uh, anyway, okay. yeah, you can read all of that stuff on that opinion guide at CU.ZA. I'm sure Gavin will post something up on Tech. Yes, magazine. yes, we've got a little video of the of the Z phone opening and closing, which looks really pretty. And then we've got a great little video demonstrating the hundred times zoom as well. So that'll be interesting to see. Cool. You can you can get that on our Facebook page. Do go over there. Gavin, in other magazine. news, Telcom is a little bit salty. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, because <laughs> Vodacom and Liquid Telecoms are about to launch their 5G network, yes. which I have it. Uh, there were rum, there were rumblings last night. Okay. About that being the catalyst uh -huh. to then push out the patch that will enable the 5G um, for Vodacom customers on the new S20. Oh, I see. Okay, but right. I can neither confirm nor deny. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> these these well, are rumors. Yes. So Telcom is a bit salty because Vodacom. What they wanted, did they want Neotel's spectrum? Well, Neo, Neotel is now Liquid Telecom. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But then the, the old 
the old deal where Vodacom was using the 3.5 gigahertz yes band reforming yeah yeah uh, that that was struck down I'm I, not I'm not sure no. you, you give me the lowdown okay. on, on no I mean what I understand is um, all the the, the the heavyweight operators are now limited because they need proper radio band spectrum to run 4G properly and 5G properly. They can barely get the 4G working with the radio spectrum they've got, but the regulator has been very slow to hand this out, almost as if it's some kind of precious national asset, which it is, which they can't just hand out willy-nilly. But they've been slow, so tardy in doing it that there's now a huge inflection point for where the market is suffering and our whole economy is yeah. suffering from them not handing out the bandwidth they're supposed to. So now what's happened is um, a very potent telecoms company called Liquid Telecoms has access to excellent bandwidth that everybody wants um, and Vodacom tried to acquire them not so much for them but to acquire their bandwidth so that Vodacom can have the frequency spectrum it needs that was struck down by the competition commission so what it's done is made a kind of sweet deal with Neotel so that Vodacom can now Liquid Telecom a Liquid Telecom <laughs> which used to be called Neotel by the way so um, what's going to happen is Liquid Telecom is going to build the 5G network and Vodacom's going to use it almost like a sort of a, sort of a prid quo, prid, quid pro quo, quid pro quo. excuse me. So you're um, diving into American and politics now. Yes, and that's, that's really <laughs> upsetting all the other network operators because they don't have a sweet deal to make. So, so, so here's the, the funniest thing about it is Telcom just made a deal with Vodacom not too long ago to roam on their network. Mm. And now Telcom's getting all salty because Vodacom is increasing its. So it's using some of the, the bandwidth or the spectrum that it got in the Telcom deal mm. to make to bring its prices down. Mm. And now it's getting into the 5G gig yeah. using the, the liquid telecoms yeah, and yeah, Telcom yeah. are like, hey guys, <laughs> kind of, we <laughs> stuck in this deal right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, we can't fight you, so we're going to fight you through regulation. But at the end of this, I mean, we still got a question. Do we need 5G with that level of urgency? I don't think we do, man. I don't think we do. I think we need our 4G to work properly and reliably. We need everybody in the country to get on the network properly and reliably. We need it to be more affordable. And then 5G will come in due course. And I don't know what the rush is, really. I, I think... So I was reflecting on this. I was looking at how quickly we moved from EGE, so like 2G, mm. through to LTE. Okay. And that was in the space of four years. Three generations of iPhone. I can neither confirm nor deny. I'm still thinking about that. Three time generations span. of iPhone skipped right through to four LTE. Years. Yeah. Okay. It was absolutely crazy. Like that that period uh, of, of innovation or at least like technology just yes, marching you're forward. Right, actually, you're right. Yes. Like the one year you were still on a feature phone, the next year you got a smartphone, yes. but you couldn't actually watch yes, proper yes. video on your phone yet. Mm. And then the next time you upgraded, you got YouTube and... Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it was 2006 to 2010 actually was that, that window. I'm placing yeah. it in my mind. Okay, fine. So again, I, 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 don't, I don't see what the killer app for 5G is. I know what it's going to enable. It's going to enable a lot more edge computing. Yes, and I think that's what the networks are after. They're not after you and me, the consumer money. They're yeah. after the business money. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so what happens is a lot of like your, your AI stuff gets mm. done, processed on servers. So yes. you have to connect to the server yes. and then come back. So 5G will speed up that connection. Yes. And then allow you to do a lot more 
offline. So yes, so agreed. Companies can move their infrastructure to like the edges of its, its wider network. Yes, I mean that's a, maybe a technical discussion we should yeah. get into sometime. Um, I, I, yeah, it's, I mean, it, even understanding the applications for 5G can be a little confusing uh, from business to consumer and so on. It's not just a faster network, there's a whole lot yeah. more to it actually. So uh, maybe we'll get into that some other time. So like LTE changed the way we consume content. Yes. And I think 5G will change the way we do computers. I think it's going to actually change lifestyles a bit yeah, yeah. as well. Okay. So. Um, so 5G, yes, fine, but remember when they go to 5G, first of all, data consumption is going to ramp up. Yes. And second of all, it's an excuse for them to keep the data prices where they are because they now argue they have to pay for the new network. But the truth is, if they could just get the 4G working efficiently, everyone, I think, would settle for lower data prices on the older network. But we're not being given that choice. Vodacom is driving 5G as some kind of business imperative, but that, that's all I have to say yeah. on the subject. Yeah. Uh, other little things, miscellaneous, um, I've been playing with your Nokia 9 PureView. Oh yeah! Um, taking a couple of epic camera shots. Why do your pictures look so much better than mine? Sure, I mean they really do, your pictures look so much better than but mine. But also testing out Android's native uh, desktop mode, which is really terrible. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I remember that there was a time you could actually get the, the Windows phones did Windows in the deck yeah. format, and I don't remember Continuum. ever trying it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And now I'm all salty about the fact that we don't have that yeah, anymore. Yeah. So, so in in Android 10, there is a very very basic bare bones desktop mode thing. It will you can go into like developer options and you can force it if you connect to an external display. And it's I terrible. Didn't, I didn't even know it it's did that. absolutely Jeez. terrible. Okay. Like Dex is a, a killer app uh, for Samsung store. Yeah, you've heard us talk about this a lot. This is where you plug your phone into your TV set yeah. and you get a whole Windows-like operating system that launches when you do that. And you can run it almost like Windows with a start But it is encouraging that so it's on. being um, offered on other devices as well. Mm -hmm. um, LG apparently in the Android 10 update also so, have their own version so, of it. So what's what's the hang on, so you're saying that this is an Android developed tool. Yes. So it'll be like Chrome not Chrome OS, it's just like a different OS. Yeah, kind of just like skin. a different skin. Mm, okay. But it's, it's really cartoonish. It's really it's 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 very okay. early days for okay, it right but it's now. There. Okay, and okay. I hope there's gonna be further development and, sorry, into it. What is it called? Um you can I think it's just called Force Desktop View. Okay, okay. When right, you go right. into it, you have to go deep into settings. You have to go into developer options and like okay, oh, it's, okay. it's quite an involved right. process. Interesting. To get to it. All right. Then we'll look yeah. into that in a future episode. We'll explain it for people, give them to try it out. Yeah, mm. that, that camera is amazing. I've also switched back not right now because we had a Samsung launch, so I'm using my Samsung device, but I've switched back to the LG G7 ThinQ uh -huh. because I couldn't stand the fact that we've now moved to a point where there are no good audio options mm. for smartphones mm. anymore and I've started to get to higher quality streams in terms okay. of my music listening and the quad deck on that mm. thing just makes things sound amazing Delivering, through, okay. like good headphones okay. and even the, the boombox speaker is is incredible does it, does it for you okay um, yeah cool. and it's I mean it's a two-year-old phone now it still runs well enough I was okay. playing a very low-level game the other day and the performance difference was remarkable between my my s10 and it Okay, I'm bored of your personal yes, experience. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then, again, I'm trying to fix my home network, trying to cut the cord for multi-choice. 
um, running everything on Chromecast. And then Telcom just can't get its act together on the exchanges because when there's load shedding, the batteries can't charge properly or something goes down and then it takes them like two days to fix it. Man, load shedding is messing with our connectivity big time. And we're all suffering. We're in it together, guys, mostly. Mostly. Kevin, what's going um, on your side? Um, no, I, I want to uh, report on this Wohan thing, but I think it'll carry for next week. We'll talk about it next week. Um, um, nothing much to report. The edition of the magazine we're working on at the moment is what we call the Digital Arts Edition. It's an edition we're carrying to Comic-Con in Cape Town, which is like, you know, a big pop culture festival, maybe the biggest in the country. We like to produce a special edition of a magazine for that, which points to careers you could have in the digital arts, whether it's sound engineering, videography, uh, or, you know, something more overtly creative like uh, design and graphic design and so on. Yeah, you we did one last year as yes, well. Yes, yes, we do one every year yeah. and that's what's coming up at the moment. So we've I think I helped you out with stylist stuff last year. You did, you did. Yeah. But this year you're going to interview a really interesting guy who's developed a special, uh, what is the word I'm looking for, not a codec, a way of creating 12.1 surround sound um, and he's had it got a startup that has been so successful half of it's moved to Hong Kong but you're gonna do the interview yeah, for us for that but right now I mm. need to head off I yes, need to go need to head interview off. Richard Shah CEO of Liquid Telecom Liquid Telecoms these are the guy we discussed who building the 5G I network I did send mm. through a question framework but I think I might spice in Ooh, a couple of them yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just at the end mm. and then run away mm. when the security <laughs> starts facing me so I'm gone cheers guys cheers, cheers over and out next week bye